Welcome back, friends. It is episode, what is this, 13? 13. Yeah, we've got we've got a lot further than I ever thought we would, so I kind of always forget the number. But uh, as you can see, joined by another special guest, uh, and today is actually a special episode. Uh, of course, let's introduce the panel real quick. We've got Christy Konopaki, my co-host. Christy, how are you? Good. Happy President's Day, travel partners out there. We wanted to hop on this afternoon and just chat a little bit about a special topic that we are excited to chat about. And of course, our special guest, the man that needs no introduction. And let's let's just say this, Mr. David Ridge. If you don't have more views by the end of the week, Carly Stone Cipher is never going to let you live it down. So the guy in the middle, the regional director of sales in the Western region, my personal boss, Mr. David Ridge. David, how are you? I am good, man. Yeah, man. What a go Listen, today I'm only speaking in Jamaican dialect. So at the oh, end of this podcast, that's interesting. Do we need to add subtitles? No subtitles. No subtitles. <laughs> All right. So one thing that we want to talk a little bit about today is uh, we're kicking off this month. Real big push on Jamaica. We've got a lot of promotions, a lot of sales. And of course, something really big happened uh, on Valentine's Day, the launching of this new Bob Marley biopic movie, which was One Love. And before we jump into that, I'm going to give you guys a little preview of some of our promotions if you don't know what's happening. Thanks for tuning in to two BDMs and a mic podcast. We have a very special incentive being offered through Unique Vacations, the Jamaica-only One Love extra 1% bonus commission for a limited time is running from now until February 29th of 2024. This means you will be earning up to an extra 4% bonus commission on the butler level rooms, 3% on club level rooms, and 2% on those luxury level rooms. Now this is valid for new bookings only and the bookings must be made direct through UVI as the travel advisor. If you have any questions at all, please reach out to your local BDM for more information. All right. So listen, that's a promotion we're going to touch on a little bit later in the episode. We'll, we'll give you guys some more information on that. And I know, David, you're excited to talk about some other things amongst Sandals in Jamaica. But before we go into that, our main topic this week, we're going to dive in to the review of One Love uh, amazing movie, Bob Marley movie. If you haven't seen it, I hope you go out there. If you haven't seen it, this is my fair warning to you. Please Spoiler. stop watching. Put, put the brakes on because you can go back on YouTube and watch this later or listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, of course. Put the brakes on. You have If you have time to watch this, you got time to put the brakes on and get a movie taken and go see the movie this afternoon, then listen to this episode later. So that's your warning. So we're going to have a few spoilers in this, but we're excited to talk about this. And David, I'm super excited to have you. Uh, being from Jamaica, I know this, this movie had a lot of impact for you, and I know you're excited to talk about it. So let's set the scene a little bit. Uh, the One Love movie had some amazing actors, if you don't know, um, starring Kingsley Ben Adir. He is from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you don't know that, he was in Secret Wars. Uh, and then also the playing opposite of him that played Rita Marley was Lashana Lynch, who's also in the Marvel Universe. And she also had a, started a movie, The Woman King. Phenomenal, phenomenal actors that they brought in. So they weren't messing around. And the other thing I want to bring up is the, uh, let's see, the director that they had on this movie was... Let me see if I can pull up his name because he was very, very good as well. The director is Reynaldo Marcus Green. 
And some people might know him being famous for, he actually directed the King Richard movie where Will Smith, you know, infamously won his Oscar with a lot of a lot of stuff happening in that show. But this is an all-star cast and director and, and crew that they put together. So David, your th- initial thoughts on the movie. Well, my initial thought, well, fun fact, do you know that Kingsley was also in Barbie? And I only he know He was. That. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. yeah David, I was going to mention that because your affinity, your affinity for the recently Barbie, re- recently released Barbie movie, you're very excited. Yes, he he did say again. Yeah. Yeah. And I only know that because at a recent um, global, um, you know, competition, global awards competition, the Barbie was um, our movie theme. And I had to watch a movie to get in character. So, yeah. So this, <laughs> this came out there. But listen, my, I mean, being a Jamaica and growing up in Jamaica, and of course, you know, in the 70s, I was, you know, a little baby growing up. So, you know, this Bob Marley phenomenon, I didn't really catch on to it and, um, you know, know most of everything that um, occurred until later on in life. And just watching the movie, you know, as I sat in the, in the, in the theater, it brought back, it just brought everything together. But the bottom line is the it shows the importance of music, mm-hmm. how music can heal the nation. You know, growing up in Jamaica, the two most important things for us was music and food. If you have music and food, nothing else matters. I mean, <laughs> you are all set. <laughs> you're all set. You know, it doesn't matter how poor you are, but music and food just brings people together. But I think, um, you know, just and not to give too much away from the movie, you know, back in the, in the 70s, you know, during um, the election, we have the two major political parties. And of course, the reality is, you know, Jamaicans and all, they were passionate, right? So, you know, sometimes peddling their wares, you know, sometimes people think that they are, being, you know, harassing, but it's just that they're being very passionate about what they do. And the reality is, when it comes to election, the, the person, the party that wins, you're on the gravy train, and the person, the party that loses, you suck salt. So they do everything to make sure that their party um, gets in power. And of course, so they were fighting and stuff, trying to get their party in. Well, then Bob Marley was the, the glue that the glue. kept people together. And, and uh, just sitting there watching, I was just so proud of our music, just brought. Christy, what, were, what was your thoughts? So I'm somebody who, whenever I go see a movie, I am looking up everything about it. I'm on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm watching the trailers. And for this specific movie, I was like, I went into it. I'm not going to look up anything so I don't have any expectations. I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm so glad I did that because it was just really eye opening since I didn't know, you know, most of this movie where it was going to go. So I'm really excited to have my Minnesota advisors um, go with me this week to watch it. Although I snuck in over the weekend um, to watch it beforehand. (laughs) So I could also watch their reactions and hear what they have to say about it. Yeah. Now, listen, I'll give my two cents and we'll dive into the review here a little bit. Uh, David, I'll I'll be honest, as someone that worked on a beach for, I don't know, 15 years in in the resort life, I played Bob Marley music uh, probably every morning for the first hour and a half, right? Just that was just the routine. And it's shocking to realize that most of us, I would say the average person probably doesn't really truly understand what this music empowers is speaking about. 
and you know we're just like going to the vibe and you're happy and you're excited and that is part of it right the music and feeling the music but understanding what the words and i think that this movie although it left me wanting more it has made me i i don't think i've googled stuff about bob marley this much (laughs) in my entire life because that's kind of what movie did for me so i want to jump in a little bit this uh jump into this a little bit and I don't want to harp on like the craziness that was the world back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. But of course, this this movie takes place primarily in a 10 to 12 year time frame of Bob's life that it, most people already know who he is. Uh, Jamaica's kind of at a turning point. And there's some things that happen. He he tries to have a concert. And then there's, you know, later on, there's an attempt on his life, you know, you know, just kind of setting the scene, the stage for the overall movie. And I guess, David, as someone as Jamaican, my biggest question to you, because what you were probably in your mid thirties back then, right? So you were a lot. That's a baby, James. Baby, <laughs> I know. I know. Just teasing. I got to get my jokes in once in a while. But really, just just setting the this the stage for this movie. Why? Why is whether it's the gang leaders, the government? Why? Why are they so against? What are they so afraid of of Bob Marley that they feel like they need to eliminate him? As just he's just a singer at the end of the day, you know he's not doesn't have any weapons. He's not like that. So it's it's all political, James. So you see, so Bob Marley. I mean, he's a, he's a he was a legend, bigger than life personality, and I mean, some people actually refer to him as a prophet. You know, it's funny about his music, and even growing up listening to the music. Sometimes I I, I thought to myself, what the heck is he saying? <laughs> You know, seriously, there there is one song that he did, like, um, please don't rock my boat because I don't want my boat to be rocked. And I'm like, what on earth is he saying? But if you really listen, if you really just penetrate the words that he's saying, you, you, you would realize. But, but bottom, li- bottom line is he was a threat. He was a threat to them because here's this prophet coming out with the truth, you know, just highlighting these two major political parties and, you know, telling the people, you know, what they're about. Because, of course, in politics, you know, even today's age, you know, politics is just so crazy where people will just stoop to the lowest levels mm-hmm. just to win. I mean, when it's so important. So, they, I mean, they were threatened by that pretty mm-hmm. much. So they didn't want to heal the nation and bring the people together. They want to tear us apart. And yeah. funny enough, it has come full circle. When you look at what is happening in the United States today, you know, we are a divided society. And I, th- I think we actually need some Bob Marley in our life right now. Yeah, just, you know, yeah. It's, yeah. Funny, it's funny sometimes the timing of certain things pop culture-wise, pop culture right? Like, look, just, you know, I don't want to bring to light a lot of things going around the world, but we all know it's not sunshine and rainbows recently and it's funny how this movie comes out at this time where you know hopefully it's a reminder for a lot of people in the world how it, it is important and what his message and speaking of his message uh david i want to jump into the next um portion of the movie he he leaves jamaica right and he goes over to london and he's in europe and he's preparing for this tour and they're recording the exodus album and, and that whole scene was just when they showed the album cover <laughs> And the the guy is like, that's never gonna sell. There's nothing on it. Then it goes on to be a gold album and and all that. Like it's it's crazy. But what I think we really learn here is is they dive into his religion. There's a lot of flashback scenes and and cut scenes about 
uh, how he how he met his then wife and uh, how she got him involved into this religious belief because I believe he grew up Catholic and then with her mm-hmm. he into what is known as Rastafari and and as someone that's Jamaican and and I'm I'm sure you know the religion like the back of your hand how did how did can you just explain a little bit what Rastafari is and how Bob used that to translate into his music. And also, by the way, as you see Christy popping up a comment here, if you have any comments or questions about the movie, or, or this is your chance. You've got David Rich here. You're not going to get better insight. You know, don't Absolutely. go to YouTube and see this random person giving a movie critic review. This is a, a, a review, not just about the movie, but but the culture and the people of Jamaica. And, and that's why I'm really excited about this. So David, mm-hmm. getting back to that, the, the Rastafari religion, how did that translate into his music? Uh, and how did that change the way that he just was he who he is? Well, well, I mean, just like uh, just like any other religion, whether it's Muslim, um, you know, Catholic, uh, Baptist, it, it's it, it's a religion in Jamaica that started in the 1930s, and they have a certain doctrine where they lead this healthy lifestyle. So you you might hear the term "idol." Idol literally means without salt. So all of their um, the food that they consume, so they 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 um they'll consume most of the food from the earth, and everything is you know it's funny also when you talk about uh, aphrodisiac, they preach on that as well you know the peanut yeah. punch and the, the cornmeal porridge and everything for the the mind the body and the soul so it was just this doctrine that they follow to eat healthy and to just have clean, decent living. That the reality is in every religion, everybody has their own idea of their own image of God. Yeah. And for 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 that for for, him, for you know for that this, this um Rastafari culture. So when when they say you know Ja Rastafari, you yeah, know, yeah. they're referring to the Holy um, Almighty. So. It's, it's just like any other religion with its own doctrine. Yeah, it's, it's funny because I was talking to you before. I, I Maybe I'm dumb, right? Maybe I'm just a no. dumb person to just listen to his music. But I, when he talks of there was one song where he says, Ja people, and they say it over and over. It, I really thought that they were just talking about Jamaican people. <laughs> which I, I didn't know. Then I saw this movie and it like, and, and I'm very spoiled, right? I, I actually got to take, we took 20 advisors uh, for my territory and you and I saw this movie together and I actually got to sit next to you. So kind of just seeing and hearing your reactions as the movie went along was, was a real treat for me, but it was, it was really eye opening to understand how much of his religious beliefs influenced his music. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And of course, again, we have come full circle because one of the things they do also for him to meditate and to have that vision for, for his music. He also uses something that has no, um, that has been made popular worldwide. Of course, I'm talking about that the, the ganja, yeah. the marijuana. Which, <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that is that is part of it as well. Because I mean, he was able to meditate and um, you know, just write you know good lyrics for for music. So we're going to take another quick break to kind of give you a little bit of relaxing uh, music. If you haven't seen this lately, this is by our own Joe Vanderhoff. He put together an amazing video. So this highlights a little bit about Jamaica with some Barmani music in the background. Don't worry. 
thing Cause every little thing Is gonna be alright Singing don't worry About a thing Cause every little thing Is gonna be alright Rise up this morning Smiled with the rising sun Three little words Pitched by my doorstep Singing sweet songs Of melodies pure and true Saying this is my message to You know, I. You know what's crazy about that? That little. Does that not feel like a Super Bowl commercial spot to you, David? As a big sports fan, that could have been in the middle of the Super Bowl, and you would have lost. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it it actually gives me goose pimples. I like that remix also. Yeah, yeah, that remix is really good. I think I think it nails the tone of of Jamaica and kind of what Sandals brings. And again, even though it's not Bob singing, it's his words, and it really shows you how you can just change the rhythm of the song slow it down a little bit and his words are even more impactful right because you're really hearing exactly what the words are saying so christian i know you got some questions to ask david uh, as this movie goes along right uh david i kind of want to set the scene for you before christy jumps in at this point in the movie uh popularity is at an all-time high for bob marley and the whalers they've gone all through europe i mean it's like cult following at this point almost i mean they're they're meeting with all the celebrities they're everywhere and then christy what's the next thing that happens in this movie yeah so i'm curious on your thoughts of the scene where he's approached by gang leaders to return to jamaica but he denies them so why do you think he chose to say no to them at that time well i I think well, Bob Marley being the legend that he that he was, he was also a maverick, just like just like myself. He marches to the beat of his own drum, and you know, just like in life, everything there's a time for everything. The timing wasn't right. He didn't feel the vibrations. He didn't feel it was the time. And for him, it wasn't about the status and the you know the celebrity status and you know because even when those paparazzis were following him, you know, he never wanted to be in the limelight. He just wanted, to, he really wanted to go back. He really wanted to go back and play for the people and wanted to heal the nation. But at the, the time, it wasn't right. And then he, he had to think about um, his wife, Rita, as well, and the kids and stuff and um, the safety of them. But, um, you know, when he reflected and think about the platform that he has, he realized that uh, he, he had to go back. But uh, mm-hmm. again, nothing happens for the time. But um, yeah, he he just had to get that that vision, so to speak. Yeah, right. So speaking of those visions, Christy, that's going to lead you right into the to the next. I, I would say probably the biggest turning point in this movie. Yeah, I would agree. Where his best friend is scamming him and taking his money off the top of him and all of that. How did this change the way Bob looked at the world? Do you think and made him want to return to Jamaica finally? You see, and again, so music is about imitating life, right? And everything that happens in his life, I mean, is an opportunity for him to write about it. 
So it really opened his eyes to, to see, well, and, and sometimes it could be your friend, your enemy, and sometimes they, they, they cross the line. But it really opens his eyes in terms of, you know, the people that you surround yourself with, who you can trust, and it, you know, just brings everything to to to, to forefront, and it, it's 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 a lesson, um, and that's what his music does. It teaches us all a lesson in terms of in everything that we do. We there's some aspect of his music that resonate uh, in life today. I and love that kind of, you said that. Yeah, Chrissy, you have anything to add to what David's saying? No, I didn't really want to say too much in case there is anybody out there listening. Um, we didn't want to give away all of the movie. <laughs> not not all of it, but I want to dive in at kind of what I took from this, because this this part for me was was really impactful. At this point uh, in the movie, basically, Bob is uh, the fame and the fortune is is out of control almost at this point. And he really could have gone down a, a dark path. And I'm sure if you look it up, there's a lot of things, you know, that aren't that aren't put into full context here. But when he is, you know, his wife is the one that kind of points out that like, hey, your your eyes aren't open right now. You know, you were you're being the messenger, but maybe it's time you become the message. And, you know, and, and that has a lot to do with he's got this foot injury going on and there's a whole storyline behind that. But when he when this happens, it's almost like. It felt like one of those moments, David, is is obviously he gets extremely angry. There's a little, you know, a scuffle with him and his best friend. But it's almost like his anger towards his best friend is is he's so he seems so angry at himself that he's allowed himself to kind of fall. Like when he's singing and he's in those moments, the message is so clear and he wants to put out this message. But instead of just being the messenger, I think he fi- it finally hit him that he needed to to be the message, like him himself. Exactly. Yeah. Basically, just um, leading by example, and I mean it's, it's astounding that it, the, the ability for him to forgive, and he's it, just—I mean, it was—it was it was, was mind-boggling. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I sat there in the theater and I'm like, wow, you know. No, <laughs> yeah, it was—it uh, just was kind of like that was the moment where you you weren't just watching like this biopic documentary. You're like, Oh, I'm watching a movie about someone's real life and he's human and he has real issues that also happen. Not everything was, was, you know, gracious and perfect in his little circle. Um, and there's one thing that's a little bit out of context, David, but I, they just, I thought that they would touch on this more in the movie. And it was just this underlining underlying theme that kept coming up. Every time they talked about his tour and going to America, and you could see his his producers and all the people involved, it was all about the money, right? How do, how do we make the most money? The record sales, this, you know, we needed to have a different record album cover because it would sell better. Bob was like, I don't care. This is what we're going with. It, it's minimalistic. It's it's there's less less means more type deal. And even though they kept pushing the money and this, and you needed to make money, he was hell bent on going to have a concert in Africa. Why was he? So, why was that so important to him, David? Well, first and foremost, well, going back, um, funny you talk about the album. When I, when I saw that, I'm talking about Les Bean Moore, and he stood his grounds, right? Because again, it, it wasn't about the money for him. It was, you know, about the music and healing the people, the nation, and Jamaica. I mean, we we say that our ancestors 
came from Africa, right? And yeah, some people might refer to um, Africa being a poor nation. And he knew that, yes, he, I mean, he, he performed in London, Paris, Germany, you know, all over the world. And all the money was coming in. But yeah, it was about one, going back to Jamaica for his people and also going, but going back to his roots. You know, yeah. so in some of the music, he speaks about the roots as well. So going back to his roots and, um, you know, seeing his ancestor and just trying to heal that nation. Because God knows, you know, with everything, all the obstacles and all the tribulations that that nation goes through, he wanted to go back to his, to, to, um, his roots and, and heal that nation as well. Yeah, it, it just kind of reminds me of, you know, how he believed he could heal Jamaica. He, he believed he was, his words and his message was powerful enough to heal other countries that were in similar situations. Right. And, and I think that that was really important to take from that. Now, again, we talked about, we don't want to go too much into spoiling everything for you, but one of the final scenes, you finally build up this whole thing kind of crescendos to the end. And this is, if you don't know anything about Bob Marley, this is the only way it would be a spoiler. But in this final concert that he has in Jamaica where he finally returns. And I mean, this he lands in Jamaica. This place goes nuts. Like it was like, it's crazy to think about the impact he had. And I, and I thought it was funny that he, you, you talked about his words being his life. You know, these life lessons are how he makes his music. And it made me think of Taylor Swift because all her popular music about her life and her breakups was like the same concept, but his is just more powerful and world speaking. And, and, but it, it is true that that some of the best singers, it really is just music and words about their own personal life. His just happened to be on a much larger, deeper scale. But this final scene where he finally brings the two polit- political leaders, and let's talk about this, David. In Jamaica, like these two political leaders wouldn't be caught on a stage at the same time, no matter what, right? This is not going to happen. He gets them on stage. He, you know, he's got the hands together. He's holding their hands up, and the, you know, Jamaica just goes crazy. Um, what did that do for you? Did that bring back some? You know, I know you were in your early twenties at the time. Yes, but no, no, back. still a baby, still a baby. But, but, uh, <laughs> some memories to you, and and how how big of an impact do you think that had not only on Jamaica but the entire world? Good question. You know what? For for first, let me say this. Because there were parts of the movie that I got goose pimples, and that is a part. Well, I I throw the movie. Well, my one like negative about the movie was I wanted more music, I wanted more concerts, you know. Yes. But when he returned to Jamaica, do you know what my proudest moment was? Oh my God! When I look on the screen and I saw that Air Jamaica played. Well, for you youngsters, you probably don't know. But back in the good old days, when Air Jamaica used to fly from the major gateways, Miami, Newark, JFK, Philadelphia, Baltimore, that champagne flight. So when I saw that Air Jamaica flight, I just got goose pimples. But but (laughs) it just brought back so many memories, you know, just bringing so many visitors into Jamaica. But um, going back to your question with regards to the two um, political leaders, and as, as we, we, we said in the beginning, you know, he was, because of his message, you know, he, they were threatened by him, okay? Because to your point, these political parties will never be caught 
They'll never be seen together. And who knows? Behind the scene, them they might be having dinner and um together, you know. But yeah, they created such a friction with the nation that they had this persona where they wouldn't be caught together. And it just shows the power of music when he brought them on the stage or the concert, brought them together with their hands held high. I mean, so again, for the, what it does for the nation, it says, it doesn't matter what part of the political spectrum you're on, we're all one nation under God. I mean, to our motto, out of many one people and just brought everything together. But um, it, again, there were so many aspects that really resonated with me and it has just come full circle to what is happening today in, in, in the society. All right, David and Christy. So Christy, we'll start with you. Your final thoughts on the movie as, as we wrap this up. And we have some, please don't leave us. We have some other stuff to, that we want to talk to you guys about in, in regards to sandals in Jamaica and some more promotions and some things that we want to push out to you advisors. But your final thoughts on this movie uh, Christy, we'll start with you. Good, yes. bad, wanted more. I obviously wanted more, but what David said earlier about, you know, Bob Marley leaving, coming back, timing is everything. And I thought that they really even um, aired this movie at the perfect time with, you know, everything going on. So I just really thought that t helped tie it all together as well. But of course, one and more, and I'm going to probably do a little bit more deep diving. I'm going to see it again for the second time. So I'm sure that will also really help um, more understanding of it as well. David, your final thoughts on this? Well, listen, <laughs> we as human beings, we always want more, always want more. For me, I wanted more music, more concert, but is life spanned, you know, so many, so many I mean, the fact he died early. He died early at, I think, at 36. But during that short time, I mean, there were so many aspects of his life and they couldn't really capture everything. I think they did a pretty good job of really, really capturing everything. I know for my for my travel advisors out there, my American travel advisors, I know I have some American travel advisors, <laughs> but for the See, that's why I thought it was job people. See, <laughs> Listen, comments like that that made me there, not know. There, there are a few parts of it that, of course, because one of the things that it does too, it showcases that raw culture, you know? So there were certain parts where we use our Jamaican dialect, and some people might get a little left behind in terms of one of the subtitles. But listen, if you didn't understand anything in the movie, Listen, just reach out to me. I'll, I'll, I'll teach you and let you know everything it's so that you It's so funny that we had some people in our group that was like, I'm, I, I didn't really quite catch that. And it is interesting, even though they are speaking English, because if you were going to AMC or Cinemark, there are actual showings, like main showings, David, where they put um, ca closed caption. They put subtitles with it so you can understand it. And then I was like, well, that's... I remember looking at the tickets and deciding where to go. And I thought... That's weird. Why is this? Why is this movie have so many showings of subtitles? But then after the comment after the movie, I was like, "Oh, that totally makes sense." Like they want to make sure people have a hard time understanding it. They they can catch on. Uh, for me, I thought that the movie was great. I really enjoyed it. Had a good time. But as far as a just a a movie fan, if I were to break this down, not about the message of the movie, it, I, I it's the same for me. They were building to this such a powerful moment at the end. Mm -hmm. I thought that maybe we would get a full on effect of the concert. Uh, you know, the queen movie did a really good job on, and building up to live aid. And then they showed a big portion of that. I kind of thought that's how this would build up to, but at the end of the day, it was, um, 
I, I think that the actors that portrayed everything, I think they were they were phenomenal. I did learn today that a lot of the singing was done by the main actor, and in in the concert wow. scenes, they dubbed in some of Bob's Bob's actual voice. So because um, Ziggy felt it was important to have his his <coughs> father's voice in the movie. It's a if it's a movie, you know, he joked he was like, "It's a movie about my dad." Of course, he, his voice needs to be in it. So, uh, but I thought that was impressive. Uh, the singing skills and abilities that uh, the main the main actor had in this. And before we take a quick break, I want to. Uh, there was one testimonial that came up. David really touched you, right? So I kind of want to bring this to light and and get your opinion on this. This is from an advisor. Let me make sure I get their name right. It is this is Shelly Jennings. She's the owner of Swan and Sparrow Travel in Nashville, Tennessee, and she had just got out of the movie with our BDM Amanda Funk. So emotional is just because the power of music, the power that music has, and you know, we're here in Music City. I'm a music professional, my husband's a music professional, so we've been entrenched in music all of our lives, and it really does have the power to move people, to unify people, to change someone's soul, to change someone's mindset, and I just didn't really know, as much as I've traveled to Jamaica and heard the music of Bob Marley and seen his images all over the country, I didn't know um, I didn't know the full impact, the, the far-reaching um, extent of his, not just his music, but his person and what he stood for and how he stood for it and how strongly he stood for it um, in the face of very, very frightening circumstances. So um, yeah, it was really powerful. And it reminded me not only how much I love Jamaica, and I do, but how much I love music and how thankful I am for the gift of music to the world. David, I just thought that that was super powerful. You know, her her just kind of Were instant you reaction. Was it, was it a, tear? Was a, it a tear? little bit. Uh, it is. I relate that to myself. You know, music was a big part of my life growing up, and and some of my own personal struggles. And and to, but this is on a whole different level than anything that I that I used it for, right? And and to mm-hmm. see that someone also involved in music, I think Shelley just kind of portrays the, a lot of the feeling for people as they leave the theater. Don't you agree? Definitely, definitely. Music just runs deep. I mean any part of the world you visit you hear about marley music playing and uh, it's just it, i mean it, it's it's just unbelievable it's just something that is universally known all over the world yeah and you say all over the world so can you kind of elaborate how much impact just bob marley um not only has made in jamaica but across the tourism industry talk about that impact of him uh, well, of course, you know, not just for Jamaica, but the entire Caribbean, tourism is very important um, to these Caribbean nations. Uh, well, Jamaica is our number one, um, a number one earner for for the, um, the economy. And, you know, every single day of life, we incorporate his music in everything we do. Like... Jamaica is it's Jamaica's you I'm so very proud to to be a Jamaican you know I, I if I could live my life over I mean I would be a Jamaican I mean there's just so many aspects of the culture that, that I enjoy the food as I mentioned in the beginning the food and the m- music and it, it goes even further than that I mean there's certain elements as well you know like with Usain Bolt the fastest man in the world and he has made us so proud but Jamaica 
we say, and we're a very small island. We say that there's a saying in Jamaica, we're little, but we're Talawa, meaning we're small, but we have this mighty force and mm -hmm. everywhere. So we really touch each and every single part of the world. And that is why it's so important to bring all of our visitors to Jamaica, because we want to share Jamaica with, with you. We want to you know, for you to enjoy what we have, what I have enjoyed, you know, my life growing up in Jamaica. Yeah. And as we transition to that, we've got one more little break and we're going to come back and David's going to dive into a lot of cool things for you guys, that, for your advisors in regards to Jamaica and what kind of promos are out there. Thanks for tuning in to two BDMs and a mic podcast. We have a very special incentive being offered through Unique Vacations, the Jamaica only one love extra 1% bonus commission for a limited time is running from now until February 29th of 2024. This means you will be earning up to an extra 4% bonus commission on the Butler level rooms, 3% on club level rooms, and 2% on those luxury level rooms. Now this is valid for new bookings only and the bookings must be made direct through UVI as the travel advisor. If you have any questions at all, please reach out to your local BDM for more information. All right, David, you want to expand upon that uh, little ad break that we had right there? You know, this oh, new promotion just launched, right? Most definitely. So listen, of course, everybody knows we have one of the most comprehensive partnership for our travel advisors, and we just keep on giving more and more. And we provide you with all the tools to get your clients onto Jamaica. So as that um, One Love um, promotion indicates, from now until, that's for a limited time only, the end of this month, February 29th, because this year is a leap year, um, and it goes on to August 6th, which is a very important date, by the way, because August 6th is our Independence Day in Jamaica. And I certainly will be there to help celebrate this occasion. 62nd arm. You heard it here. David's, David's bringing two mediums and a mic to Jamaica to help celebrate the independence. <laughs> you heard it. David approved it. Yes, definitely. Yes. So it culminates around um, August 6th with the Independence Day. And funny, earlier I was talking about um, Usain Bolt and um, you know the other things that Jamaicans are known for. Um, so it's like two holidays in one because August 1st is what we call Emancipation Day. So Jamaicans are known for just creating holidays because, yeah. you know, what the heck of it. So <laughs> August 6th is um, Independence Day. August 1st is Emancipation Day. And Emancipation Day came about when we qualified for the, uh, well, the reggae boys qualified for the World Cup for the first time. It was pandemonium, literally pandemonium. The entire country shut down. And they declared it a national holiday. But going back to the fact that, you know, we provide so many tools for you to sell the product. So that is specifically for Jamaica. And of course, what we have done, you're familiar with the, for the child advisors, for the bonus commission, the one plus one plus one. We have now increased that to two plus three plus four. Not to, I mean, plus we have the winter blues promotion that ends on March Third, where you get the one plus one plus one and up to $200 in bonus commission. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is huge. You have something for the clients, the resort credit, the, 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 the air credit, and we have something for you, the travel advisor. So, please ensure you're taking advantage of that. We have the trend I've noticed lately is that 
most clients are booking in closer to the arrival date. So we have a lot of pockets of availability in Jamaica, in March, in April, we have a lot of pockets of availability. Um, in South Coast as well, we do have some availability, March, June. So make sure you are filling those last minute opportunities. And I know James is gonna tease you probably later on, but um, there's something he's doing on Friday with regards to Sandals South Coast, because I don't know if you know that- I give away all our secrets, David. Oh, you are? Okay, yes. <laughs> Let me pause that for now, then. I'll come back to South Coast. I'll come back to South Coast. But I uh, just want to highlight all of these promotions that we have. And listen, it's, it's a gift of giving for Sandals because to help you get your clients onto Jamaica as well is like, it's just a special time in February. It's like February, there's just so many things happening because on the 24th, which is what, three, four days from this, American Airlines launched that direct flight from Miami into Ocho Rios, right? So that's a direct flight to get your clients to Sandals, Ocho Beach Resort, Sand Beaches, Ocho Rios, Sandals Rail Plantation, Sandals Duns River in that Ocho Rios area, literally between 10 to 15 minutes away. So, so many tools for you to get the clients. And again, we do have some availabilities. And I just came back from Jamaica about two weeks ago and at Sandals, Ocho Beach Resort, those villas, are those villas amazing? Amazing. Those really incredible. So now, David, I, 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 want to, I want to bring something up here. This is okay. This is a fair warning for all the podcast listeners, whether you're listening to audio, you're on video. This is the only time that Christine and I are going to address this situation on the podcast, and we're going to do it with the help of David Ridge uh, as we push these promotions. One thing that is brought up constantly is the new advisor. I know, David, that you wanted to at least kind of mention this. We're going to put a link to the article if you haven't seen this. I know a lot of you advisors have seen our... Um, we had a webinar about a week ago with the Prime Minister and Gary Sadler, and there's a lot of this. But uh, David, this is, if, if you just want to kind of briefly touch on this, and if you have any questions, this is your chance. Forever hold your peace in the comment section. So, <laughs> David, we'll let you take it away. Listen, we have never shied away from controversy. And, um, you know, so let's let's address the elephant in the room. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, the reality is, yes, that level three advisory. Listen, we have been at level three since 2022, right? Nothing has changed. There was just some um, update of information in terms of the medical facilities. And that was it. So it triggered all these notifications. But I just want to say the bottom line is, again, as a Jamaican national, tourism is important to Jamaica. We have over 3 million visitors per year. And out of that, probably about what, 50, 52 crime has occurred, you know, among visitors. What I say is anywhere in the world you go, you just have to be careful. I mean, you can't just like walk on the street with a wad of cash and, you know, draw attention to yourself. Anywhere in the world, I, I can tell you, Whenever I'm stressed, I go to Jamaica. Truly, you hear Jamaica say, no stress, no problem. Truly, when you're in Jamaica, there is no problem. It's not just a cliche. It's truly no problem because you're at peace. You, you, you know, you, you, you smell that, that, that breeze from the ocean and you're just relaxed. But anywhere in the world, I'm actually safer in Jamaica than in the United States, to be honest with you. I'm, I reside in Texas here where they have um, more guns per resident <laughs> in the state of Texas. And yeah. you can't be safe in a church. And again, listen, I am going to address it. You can't be safe at a, in a church 
at the Super Bowl parade, you can't be safe. People are shooting up each other. So I'll say, when you put it in perspective and look at the minimal crime that occurs in Jamaica compared to anywhere else, you know, per capita, you look, United States is worse than in Jamaica. But that's all I say about that. But listen, you so my, one, huh? my one question to you, David, huh? the, that I would say that I would want help is I think most of the travel advisors are on board. Mm-hmm. It's the clients that aren't doing travel every day. So what is your biggest advice for to an advisor when they have a client pushing back to them? How can they approach that with where you, you, because you got to remember at the end of the day, this client uh-huh. isn't following the world, the world on a day-to-day basis and travel. Uh-huh. So in their mind, they finally booked this trip to Jamaica and all of a sudden there's this thing and they're like, I mean, they, they can really be taken back. So what's your biggest advice for an advisor to kind of I- overcome that? Well, the travel advisors, being um, the expert in what they do, they have a responsibility. They have a responsibility to educate their clients. So, you're, because to your point, they're not aware. They're just seeing an article and, um, you know, so the travel advisors has a responsibility to educate them. They first need to get down to Jamaica and experience it for themselves. And then showcase to the clients and say, hey, listen, I just got back from Jamaica. Like when we were just in Jamaica like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's my, it was my sixth time in Jamaica since October. Yeah. And the reality is you arrive at the airport, you have the Sanders laundry, takes care of you, dispatch you to the bus, and the buses are in an enclosed area. You get transported to the resort. The resorts are secure. Listen, we take the security of our guests, you know, that's the utmost importance uh, mm-hmm. for us. And the resorts are secured. Even if you go on a tour, they're guided tours. So, as, as Bob Marley said, don't worry about a thing. Every little thing going to be all right. I mean, truly, truly going to be all right. And listen, travel advisors, talking about going to Jamaica, if you have gone to Jamaica in the last month, you've got to go back. If yeah. you haven't been in the last year, you've got to go back. Because we're moving at such an unprecedented pace where you go, like two weeks ago I went down and things have changed. That's so much. And I mean, every aspect of Jamaica, talk about from Montego Bay, that, um, you know, it's being upgraded um, with, with the cottages. We're talking about Negril, New Room Suites. We talk about that um, Ocho Reyes, where we have those villas, and at South Coast, which we'll save for, um, for, 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 for James Caesar. But, but, but Jamaica, listen, I was there two weeks ago. I'll be there next month. I'll be there in um, April. May all the way down to August to celebrate the independence. So Listen, I will, I will to- say this. For anyone that is worried about the resort security, this is my favorite story of all time. Uh, I was actually with David and Joe, and we were, Joe Vanderhoff and, and David Ridge, we were trying to get into Montego Bay, Sandals Montego Bay. And we walked up to, or we drove up in a shuttle, and they gave David such a hard time to get into the resort. So if they want, if they struggle with logo shirts, with the logo shirt, name tag, and, and you know, if if you know David, you know it's kind of funny. All the advisors around here know David will always say stuff like, "Of course I can get in. I'm me. I'm David Ridge." You know like, why they, they did not care. I had to make a call to say. Yeah. So they they are on top of it. They 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 really do. You know cross their T's and dot their I's. So I promise you, your clients are 100% safe. It's a phenomenal experience. And in partnered, of course, with Island Roots, right, David? All of your excursions are catered and perfectly you know, safe uh, when you go out there. 
and you explore because I encourage you not just, you know, encourage your clients not just to go to the Sandals Resort. I, I don't know if I can say this as a Sandals employee, but don't just encourage them to go and sit on the beach all day long and by the pool. Go out and explore the country as well and use these Island Roots excursions because mm-hmm. you really get an experience whether you take a catamaran cruise to Duns River Falls or do some of the touristy, even the touristy attractions feel like you're really learning stuff about the culture in, in Jamaica. I think it's really important. Yeah, man, definitely. Got to immerse yourself in a destination, um, especially in that ocean race area, the Duns River Falls. Um, the, the, I, they have a Bob Marley um, museum, the, the tour. I mean, there's just so much rich history and culture there for you to explore. So I know, David, before the show, you mentioned you have some pockets of rooms or some stuff like that, right? I know you wanted to, to brief everyone. Yes, on, yes, I, yes. Yeah, I did mention, um, especially for the Ocherius area in uh, March, April, there are pockets of availability there as well as uh, um, South Coast, um, April, May, June. Listen, just reach out to your respective um, business development managers or you can visit the, 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 the website, the TA portal, and you'll see the different pockets because, you know, oftentimes consumers are like, oh, what's the last minute deals that you have? If you go on and the BDMs are very creative in terms of, um, you know, sending out these um, sample price quotes. Saving shares and stuff like that. Yes. Combined with their regular triple seven promotion that even mm-hmm. gives you a better um, better, better um, deal. To get on the resource yeah so we do have pockets um listen let's not look beyond too far in the future let's try to fill the remainder of first quarter and second quarter i mean there's so many available so so much availability and different pockets available in jamaica and um at some of the other resorts and one thing i challenge you guys to do i hear a lot of advisors and, and i've really been trying to change them the mindset for people david i don't even know if i've talked to you about this but uh, someone that worked in the cruise industry for a long time, it's really funny to me that when someone goes on a cruise, a pre-night and a post-night is very normal in a cruise. But when it comes to staying at a resort, it's like that idea that you can have a pre-night in Miami to eliminate the travel issues is like, they act like it's not possible. And some of my agency owners have really taken to that and it has worked for them as far as if you're an advisor and you're trying to find different ways, especially when someone approaches you with, well, getting to the Caribbean is just a challenge because like, don't lose a day, get them to Miami, plan them. This is where, you know, we talk all the time about advisors feel like, well, sandals sometimes just make it easy. They make it so easy that I don't know how to show my value as an advisor. This is an area where you could really show your value. You plan a pre-night in Miami or Charlotte, and then they're on a flight first thing in the morning. They're not stressing about making that connection. They're not doing an overnight flight. They're relaxed, they're rested, they get to Jamaica, and they're by the pool or on the beach between one and two. Mm-hmm. Now, pro tip, remember most rooms are not ready until three o'clock between three and four. Pack some, tell your clients to pack something that when they get there, they can change into their bathing suit, go to the pool, go to the bar, you know, hang out. But the, the pre-stay, I think, uh, David, your, th- your thoughts on that? I don't think you and I have even discussed this. No, no, definitely. And especially, you know, when I'm out on the, the West Coast, I, you know, you know, travel advisors have to be creative and um, especially with their long red eye flights, you know, break up the flights and make like two vacations in one. Absolutely. When you have um, flight challenges, that's definitely a plus. Yeah. Well, Christy, anything else to add? I know this is. 
What's that? I was just going to say that we see that out of the Minnesota and North Dakota area mm-hmm. up here. Oh, my clients want to get there in one day. Well, this is when those salespeople are going to shine, you know, sell them that, sell them the value of why they should stay overnight if they need to in Miami. Just my two cents adding on. Especially that. with that new flight, right, David? To fly Ops. right into Ochi is... Absolutely. Cut down on that, that that trip from Montego Bay, that flight into Ochi is phenomenal. So I, I think that's going to be a game. I, I really, truly think it that will be a game changer yep, for that. It area. is. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. And with, with everything else that's coming to Jamaica, yes. Definitely. All right, uh, Christy, anything else to add before we let David go? This is probably going to be our longest episode of all time. But uh, <laughs> we did, uh, in my opinion, we covered a lot. I'm super excited to bring you. Christy, final thoughts? Yes, I'm going to give out the teaser this week since James stole the microphone from me several times this episode, but it's fine. We're, we are playing nice here. Tune in. We have so much stuff planned for everybody in the upcoming months. Next Monday, we've got Liz Perky from the Southeast team joining us. So we're going to have tons of topics where we're talking about with her. Uh, Stay tuned for some maybe surprise episodes, some pop-up episodes where we might be talking to some GMs, resort sales managers, maybe from South Coast. I don't want to give away too much, but just keep your eyes open for that. And of course, if you can't tune in live, just remember you can always go back watching uh, watching them on YouTube if you like to, you know, see our pretty faces or listen while you're driving on James is laughing. <laughs> or if you're driving, you can find us on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify Podcasts. That was my two cents. David, I know you have something to say. Oh my god. This is my first question. Go ahead, David. I have a question for this you. Is, this is called two mediums and a mic. But I think the worst thing you can do is to give the mic to a salesperson from Sanders because uh-huh. there's just so much to talk We're about. Just you. Oh my God. Listen, ju- just to wrap up, I want to say, listen, again, I so I started out at uh, at Sanders Dunsimer in Jamaica, right? And I work at the resort level. And we're heavily invested in Jamaica because we have most of our inventory in Jamaica. We have seven Sanders resorts, two beaches resorts, and more to come. Because, of course, there will be a phase two of Sanders Stones River, and there's beaches runaway bay. So we're investing more, and there's still more to come in Jamaica. So Jamaica is not going anywhere. Every single day of life, why I do what I do is for my people. I'm like a Bob Marley. I did for my people of Jamaica because I was there with them in the trenches. I worked in many departments, in the bar, the restaurants, uh, housekeeping, I made beds, I did everything. And I know how how hard um, hard they work. And when I go to Jamaica, I'm treated like royalty. I'm like King David. So (laughs) I have to do everything possible here in the field to get them to the resort. So listen, continue selling Jamaica, use all the tools we we have provided um, to you. what I wanted to say about South Coast is, you know, they're doing some work at South Coast. So if anybody's familiar with the French village, you know, that has been renovated and will be reopened April 1st. So, you know, and they have actually renamed the, bu- the building to um, the village. To David Ridge. Long Beach. <laughs> David Ridge. I was wondering if they called it the Ridge. The Ridge uh, no, 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 it's not. No, it's Long Beach. Um, so looking forward to that at South Coast. But listen, we continue to invest in Jamaica. I mean, that's where 
the, the, the chairman, the executive chairman, that's where they grew up. And Jamaica is just a special place in all of our hearts. But just continue to send clients to Jamaica. As I said, I'll be there for the next month and thereafter to August 6th. But thank you so very much for allowing me to share a part of my island home with you, our travel partners. Uh, David, the only question I have for you as we wrap up, because Christy mentioned we have Liz next Monday. I believe if I'm, I I could be wrong, but was Liz not your, wasn't Liz your director at one point in your career, David? Yes. So are we going to learn any fun stories about her time as director for David Ridge? Um, Because I'm going to do my best to draw them out. Probably, you know, the only thing she can, the only thing she can say is like, Listen, no, no, no. David was very strong. He was very opinionated. He was no, no, no. No, it was fun times. It was fun times. But that's just the beauty in um, Sanders. Um, again, you know, the fact that one day sometimes you're reporting to someone, then someone becomes your boss. But um, it just goes to show the longevity of the staff at Sanders because you know we we have been around what forty two years and strong you know getting stronger and mm-hmm. we just continue to grow we just continue to grow have fun and you know just take this product to the next level well david thank you so so much for your time uh we were happy to have you this episode was a lot of fun to do it's a little bit different you know getting to do a movie review it's, it's kind of fun to, to to talk about it and, and go through some stuff there so on behalf of everyone at sandals my name is james that's christy We hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you on with a special episode later this week on Friday.